Welcome, welcome. Episode uh, 14, season 3. And I'm here back again with the guest, my brother, Zach. How's it going out there? Zach's back. He's uh, ready to go. He was kind of late today. Kind of, you know, kind of threw me off. So this probably won't be posted until Tuesday morning. But nonetheless, it's going to get posted. Um, so with that being said, uh, let's just get right into it. You know, first thing first, we want to just uh, give a shout out uh, to everybody uh, who supported, everybody who listens. Um, if you can, tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, and if you can't tell a friend, message someone else that's not a friend about this podcast, all right? But uh, with that being said, uh, first things first, uh, I mean, there's a lot of stuff we want to talk about basketball. We, we want to talk about Rookie of the Year discussion, LaMelo Ball, um, Draymond Green, um, injury reporting, and there's some regulation stuff with the NBA, officiating, things like that. <clears throat> Um, and, and also, we're in the middle of watching the Wizards and the Lakers game, so if you hear us being silent or, you know, a lot of outbursts, you know, it's just because of that. But first thing first, let's get to Draymond Green. So, um, it was Saturday, I believe, or Friday, I want to say Friday or Saturday, one of those two days, uh, the Warriors were up by two, 100 to 98. Uh, they, had, they got a jump ball between, um, I forgot the players, but they got a jump ball. Um, Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward and... Well, you're talking about the tip ball, Gordon Hayward's hand, Draymond dives on him. No, but who was jumping, though? Irrelevant. Okay. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so Gordon Hayward gets the ball, Draymond Green hops on top of him, I mean, commits assault, and then he thinks he got a jump ball, but they caught a foul on him. Um, and um, he's all like, what do you mean? You know, he gets all outrageous. And he he gets, goes on a Draymond he gets Draymond. So, let's tee him up. Um, and then uh, he gets teed up again. Um, you know, later on. Uh, so then... Upset with that T, he got T. Yeah. So then, so, so, so then, long story short, the Wizards... I'm sorry, the um, Hornets... Bang! So sorry, I have Wizards money line, and we just took the lead. Uh, the uh, Hornets end up taking the lead with Terry Rosier. Terry Rosier is hitting a buzzer beater shot. Uh, so, Draymond Green, the reason why he's, he's our topic of discussion uh, <laughs> is for... That was definitely travel, but is for... Um, you know, for that, and just because is it is it done? Is the Draymond Green era over? I mean, should the should the Warriors start thinking about buying him out? You know, or I mean, Whoa. they're not gonna trade him. Buy out? They can't really trade him. Draymond, he's like thirty years old, thirty two years old. Yeah, but and there's only the and there's only two more years and there's only two more years left on his contract. They're not gonna. Um, Bay Area sports. Uh, or I, I I know I know loyal to they're a- loyal yeah they are they are they are super uh, loyal. I mean everyone but the but but the A's. Well, the A's just don't have the money to uh, to be loyal. Uh, but most of their uh, leagues and in, in the Warriors, you'll see that um, until they have somebody else that can come of age, they're gonna be loyal to you. Um, Monte, he was uh, not the, uh, from my memory, not the best teammate, but they kept him as a fan favorite until they said, oh, this guy's Steph, let's go ahead and we can move on from him. Um, so really, I mean, they're going to move on from him only when they have somebody else that can replace him. You ask me, I think they have that guy in Eric Pascal. 
But let's talk about Eric Pascal for, for I mean, a second. He's a, he's a good Because Eric Pascal, he's a, he's, he's, a, he's a fine young player. I, I wouldn't say good player, but he's a, he's, a, he's a better than an average player. He deserves more playing time. He's, 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 a better, right he's a better than average player. Only thing I don't like is how he shoots a jump shot when he's eight foot of a eight, eight, eight foot of the basket. We're gonna get into somebody else. The, the guy shoots a jump shot when he's two We're feet away from get the basket. Somebody else who you love who has an uglier jump shot than Eric Pascal. And, no, I'm and, not talking about his ball. jump okay, shot. So. The guy shoots a jump shot when he's two feet away from the basket. Well, let me ask you this. Does the ball go in the hoop? Sometimes. So there you go. He's about 46, 47% free. Uh, I would say probably from the field. Might be, I think even lower than that. I think I'm giving him too much. Uh, but yeah, I think Eric Pesho is a guy who can replace him. He just he just doesn't have that intensity defensively. No, yeah, uh, same, I think that's same, what he does. Draymond. Definitely not. So he, the, he he lacks that. But so, he bring, but we're going into a more offensive league. But okay, so okay, so okay, so since that that brings me to a good point, is that why Draymond hasn't taken Pascal under his under his wing? Is that why he chose to take Wiseman under his wing instead of pa- Pascal? Wiseman's not going to replace him. Exactly. Wiseman exactly. That's my point. Is, That's my point. Anything, Wiseman's not going to replace him. If anything, Wiseman's going to extend Draymond's career. Exactly. Because now exactly. you're not banging with Rudy Gobert in the so, for seven games. You're going to pass that off to Wiseman. Exactly my point. Pascal's so, going to take as much. So is Draymond, in a sense, being selfish? Which I think we all are, you know, in our careers. We're selfish to an extent, right? Definitely. But one that you, you make it so, like, you can kind of hide that selfishness by taking a player up that's because, because only going to help you out. Because Pascal's been there for a year now. Everyone always wants to compare him to Draymond. I don't really see the comparison other than their, other than their size. Um, but other than that, they really have no comparison. Yeah, they um, don't really play the same way. They don't. Draymond's made a career, and he's perfected this now. So, I mean, it, uh, the dribble handoff to Steph and let me screen so you can get an open three. And yeah, Pascal is a horrible screener. He cannot screen to I'm save a pad statter. Like, it's, it's effective. Um, it, it, like, he gets, you know, his triple doubles and stuff. Um, Why hasn't Draymond taken Pascal under his wing, though? I think that, that, that's, a, that's a legitimate question. If you fear that, I think, in life, I don't think If I was a reporter, I, I don't want to ask Steve Kerr. Because I, why is well, he taking... Even, even two, I mean, I take that one step further. Why isn't Pascal in the normal rotation? Well, like, Pascal... He, he plays Toscano. Like, he plays Toscano to, like he's... To Steve Kerr's defense. Like, bro, like, Toscano's Pascal, not... I, I, Pascal is a Bay Area guy. All power to you, Toscano. I'm sure you're Shout out to Juan Toscano Anderson. All okay. right. If you ever listen to this, but you are welcome. Toscano or Paz, Pascal. Pascal. I mean, in my opinion, I don't think there's. I think, I think Pascal is a better player. Better player, but, but at this point. a better role on the team. I think, I think Juan Toscano Anderson has that, has that beat. And, 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 and the reason why I say that is. That's you, the only way that you can try to word it so he. And the reason why I say that is because Pascal. He's not a better player Pascal, than Pascal. Pascal is a, a bottom 10 player. No, no, no. He's, he's for sure. Roster, he's, which is fine. I mean, I'm not saying you don't need to be in the league. Talent wise, talent wise, I think Pascal's a better player. Toscano Anderson, talent wise, is a bottom 10 player in the NBA. Like, overall, talent wise. Like, his jump shot's poor. He. He plays with intensity. I'll give him that. But he I think has Pascal plays he with has slow too. feet. I I saw him guarding. Uh, who was he guarding yesterday the other day? And it was just like it was somebody. I forgot who it was, but it was somebody. Well, they took, so uh, awesome. I forgot the game. I know oh, this is really bad, guys. I'll try to be better uh, next time I'm on the show. Uh, but he uh, it was like two games ago. They pulled him. It might have been the same game, but they pulled him. They're like, hey, you're not you're you're not playing well. 
Yeah, was it against the Hornets? Uh, I don't remember. I'm not gonna lie. I think I think yeah, Steph. I think Steph runs that team a lot game. better. Obviously, he's on um, the court. They they play a lot better when Steph's on the court. Oh, yeah, dude. Westbrook's trying to status pat his uh, pat his stats right now. Get his triple double. But yeah, so yeah, I think. I mean, overall, I think the. I think Draymond Green needs some accountability, though. I mean, that's that that's what he's always lacked. And until you figure out a way to hold a, a player accountable or you know someone accountable, he's gonna keep on making those same mistakes. Obviously, what the Warriors have been doing is not working. So maybe he needs to go elsewhere. Well, the thing is, who's gonna take that salary? Because he's, you're getting for a guy who, where it's a perimeter league now, but he can't play the perimeter. They can't shoot. Well, I mean, he, he, he's not an offensive threat at all. And if you're watching the games... He, he, he doesn't want to shoot. He literally has a career out of passing to Steph, the greatest three-point shooter in NBA history, and getting assists like that. I mean, me and you, if we played right now with Steph, we'd probably get three assists a game. I mean, just by passing to Steph. I think... And that's I, what Draymond's, I think that's what Draymond's the, doing. I think Draymond lacks... Um, control, obviously, that's I think that's obvious. But um, I think I think the Warriors don't know how to function without him, right? So I, I think I think they're scared. Like, hey, if 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 we're without Draymond, who's gonna pick up that defensive effort that he we, he, he brings? The, the Warriors. Who's gonna who, Who's gonna scream for Warriors Steph Curry? Up. Yeah, they should. They, they should. Chose they should have over Kevin Durant. Yep. Yeah. Because KD said, "Hey, if Draymond doesn't come back, I'll come back." I don't know. I don't know what went down. I don't know. Joseph has inside knowledge. Inside source. KD. Those are KD. I, I know. I, I know KD's cousin. KD's cousin told me this personally. I did not hear this. Hey, I'm not gonna mention his name. I don't want people to DM okay. me. I don't know, but from from my vision, my view of the situation. You have the best player in the league on your roster. You don't let him go for a guy who plays defense. I'm sorry. The the object of the game in today's league it's score. is to put the ball in the hole, not yeah. to stop the other guy. Yeah. Like we'd rather, you know, take make a contested three than take a wide open layup in today's game. Yeah, I think I think um the the Warriors definitely messed up on that move. Like there's no way why um Draymond Green should have been taken. I don't think make he should have like gotten paid before they paid KD. To interrupt you, but when you make a move like that, that tells Draymond that you're more important than KD. So, but, so, so that only adds on to him getting a technical foul, getting now a double tech, and you losing the game because of him because he feels like he's above the team. Draymond's antics, though, the other night was just the tip of the iceberg. I think for Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr came out afterwards. Finally. And he finally, finally said something. Seeker's been there for what? Four years? Five years? He's been there for longer than that. And this is the first time I've ever heard him call he's, out. He's been there for almost eight years. This is the first time I've ever heard him call out um, Draymond. Yeah, I've Draymond never heard him call Draymond perfectly. Even, even when Draymond um, and him got, got into it in the Clippers game, he, 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 he didn't call him out. Yeah, he admitted to his wrongdoing. Yeah. Which is, as a leader, you do. You take, you know, control of the situation. But behind closed doors, you got to have conversations. Like, man, you can't do that. Like, no, no. One of the days, if you, you have an issue with me, like talk to me, like. But like, but like, you saw Steve Kerr trying to pull Jim on back, but he just kept on, you know, doing it. I think, I think, I think the Warriors, you know, they suspended him for the game, or they, they, not, 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 not formally, but 
you know, they just they, they didn't let him play the next game. I don't I don't know if he's gonna play tomorrow against the Knicks. Uh but either that man, let's let's get on to the next topic. Yeah, let's do it. Uh Rookie of the Year. So we have I mean five players. I'm gonna you cut said Rookie of the Year? Rookie of the Year, yeah. I'm some I'm gonna cut that to three players because five's kinda stretching it. I mean there's Halliburton, people wanna say that he deserves to be on the list. He's just not a, he's just not a consistent enough player. He's not for flashy me. enough and the Kings aren't winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, exactly. move on. Let's so, move on. Let's so there's there's wise men and people who say that could be on there. He's just he's not he's on the not court. Playing. And then there's Anthony Edwards, who his team's not winning, but he's flashing. I love I love Anthony Edwards. He's flashing. He um, and then and then and then my favorite player, my I think he's my favorite player in the NBA. He's the reason why I buy league pass. Lamelo freaking ball. You have league pass for Lamelo, or do you have league pass for the Charlotte Hornets commentators? I call the Charlotte Hornets commentators. They're play by play guys. Are the greatest yeah, player play guys? Yeah, whoever the guy is with Del Curry, he's like it's like it's like a Russian PBA bowling. These guys, but they love it. But they love it. But they're playing basketball. Like you'll be watching a play. La Bella Ball, La Bella Ball with the assist. Oh, what a pass! Like yeah. everything he does is just elevated. And now I'm peaked. I'm interested. Like yeah. what the heck is with this kid La Bella Ball? <laughs> you yeah, know? well, I and mean, it's I mean, a baller. The way he plays the game, he just. He plays the game so comfortable. You know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of what Magic Johnson said about Lonzo. Lonzo. Yeah. This is what he reminds me of. And I don't really like. I don't really like to care. I don't really like to uh, compare the two careers, just because like I wouldn't want that, you know, as a brother. But I mean, it's just I think I I do think that Lamelo is a great player. Yes. Um. He's in a great offense, I think, for him. I'm finally glad the coach is letting him play. Because, like, you know, like, in the, in the uh, beginning of the season, he was, like, taking Melo out the game when he would turn over the ball. Well, you have to do that and to young players. He would, it's just like, it's just like just let and the man play. General, you got to let him know. It's like, it's okay. You let the to. man play, you know. Just let the man play. Yeah, but then you have a Draymond Green situation. Oh, that's true. Wow. Back where it's like Draymond you Green. put the player in front of the team. Wow. Like, and you see how that's going. Wow. Like, it's okay to just... Full circle. Relax. Well, it, it really is. Like, it's it's a thin line you have to have um, when you're running a team. And I thought he handled it well. And remember, who he has above him. You know, the greatest, the greatest player of all time. So if you feel like, you know, there's any wrongdoing, Michael's right up, right, Michael's right up there and be like, hey, listen to your coach. He's, t- he's going to tell you what's right. Yeah, I mean, when you get the best basketball player in for the game, I, they got a pretty good team. They're decent. You know, I, I didn't think Gordon Hayward would, would, would make this big of an impact. He, he, I he, thought he was overpaid. Me too. I was one of the players like say this, this 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 guy is committing robbery. But he he, I mean, I think if he was, I think if the record was better, he he, he, a, he might be an all star. I don't know if I can do this. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, feel free here. Go on. Gordon Hayward. He's having success right now in Charlotte. He had success in Utah. We all look like the Celtic experiment didn't go well. Is Brad Stevens a bad coach? Well, I mean, that's that, that, that's a heavy question. Danny Ainge came out last week and said that it's not Brad Stevens' fault. It's my fault. I didn't. I, I don't. This team's not good enough. And. I don't think Brad Stevens is a bad coach. Hmm. I, I do think he's a bad leader. 
And there's, and there's a difference. There's a difference. When I say bad coach, I mean, when I say he's a bad coach, or when I say he's a bad leader, I mean he doesn't hold his, t- uh, his, his players accountable for their actions. And his players play like they don't fear consequences. Like his players play like that. When you're, when you're watching them play, they fear zero consequences at all. Like Tatum will just shoot from 30 with like 20 seconds left on the shot clock. <laughs> I've seen him do that. Or like, um, what you you're watching Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown. Now, Jalen Brown's a guy who, when he gets hot, he does not miss. So I don't mind seeing it from Jalen Brown when he pulls up from, 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 from 25, pulling up from threes. But, um, I mean, you'll see it. Or like, or like when Tatum misses a layup on a fast break, he won't get back on defense. And, and, and the other team will score, score a three-pointer. It's just like I've seen these plays enough where if, if I'm noticing this pattern, this trend, it's the something pe- that... The Pelicans just came back from 20 down and beat them. It's something, exactly, yeah. It's something that you as a coach, you, you as a leader, you as a coach, you as a leader, aren't doing something right. And it's just he doesn't have that, that meanness in him to, to, to say, hey, I'm taking out the game because you're trying to run the ball. He doesn't have that. And it's something that, as a coach, you need to have, like you were just saying. With the Lamella Wall. With Lamella Wall. Yeah, with the Steve Kerr. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I would agree with that. And I think I would go on one step further to say, are you really uh, – I think they have a great culture there. I don't think he's bad for culture. They have uh, – their players develop and they, they get paid. And that's what you're supposed to do in the NBA. If you look at whether it's, you know, Gordon Hayward now going on getting a huge contract with the, uh, the Hornets. Uh, you look at Scary Terry. Scary uh, Terry, he's been bomb this year. Like, guys in their own system who they keep, like Robert Williams, who's been playing really good, right? Uh, Peyton Pritchard. Like, they, they, they develop well. They develop so, I mean, really I don't think well. the culture's bad. No, it's not. But there's something it's leadership. that's lacking. Maybe it's leadership. Um Maybe it's just the uh, accountability, but there's something going on there where I'm looking. I'm just like, dude, something's off. Yeah, Brad Stevens is, a, is off. Like, you, is you have X and O's. You put you put this guy in any in, in any like, basketball you know locker room with any coach. He'll he he he's gonna outsmart any coach in the NBA. Yeah. I I would definitely put my put put, put my uh, two bucks up against him. Against any coach, but um, I mean, it's just you you don't you don't have, when, when you don't have structure. Right when you are a team where your leadership is bad, you're not even going anywhere. Right, and that's what's happening with them. But back to the rookie of the year conversation. Yeah, Lamelo Ball deserves rookie of the year. He's averaging fourteen, well, six, he's and six. Get it. It's already All right, over. he for sure should get the rookie of the year uh, award. Um, I think maybe um, Anthony Edwards is a close second. Is there anyone else rookie you, you, you're liking besides those four I've mentioned? Honestly, no. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I, I mean, just, I, I think Bell, I do like the, um, the kid on, on the Bulls team. Uh, I forget his name. He has a nice little mid-range game. Um, I forgot his name. The guy from LSU. I think he went to LSU. Something like Patrick something, something like that. Oh, Williams. Williams, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Patrick Williams, yeah. He's a, he has a nice yes, little yeah, mid-range game. So he's a consistent scorer, you know, so I like him a lot. Um, let's go to the next, next topic, um, which is uh, regarding regulations. Shout some regulators. Um, oh, nice. Oh, yeah. If you would have still showed up, regulation. Like What's this? What's the regulation? So just about NBA officiating. Oh, 
Um, the NBA oh. injury reporting news. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you yeah. know, this this may be a rant, but yeah. let's let's talk about the NBA reporting. You know, yeah. the injury reporting. So the NBA has a has a has you know pretty much non you know no no regulations for reporting their injuries. I mean, they have to do it. I mean, previously yeah. in years prior to this, they had to do it. Uh, I believe it was uh, before uh, like two hours before tip off, where they had to announce lineup things like that. But there's really never been like a consistent um, setup for that, like there is in Major League Baseball or like there is in the NFL. Like, you know, in Major League Baseball, you have to announce your lineup at a certain time. NFL, you have to to announce your lineup or you have to announce your injury report at 9 o'clock, right, before the tip or 9 o'clock Pacific time, before before the game start off at at 10 Eastern. You know, you have to announce who's not playing. Um, So the NBA, we've had a lot, a lot of angers from a lot of NBA fans um, just because... We've been hearing late news. Like the other night, the Hornets and Warriors, we'll go back to it. Steph Curry was announced that he has an illness literally five minutes before tip-off. And then the uh, game prior against the Heat. And that's not even that true. Um, I just want to cut you off there. I make a, uh, an effort to bet on the games five minutes before tip-off. That's when my ticket goes in. I punch my ticket five minutes in just in case, you know, we have a situation like that. Now, Steph Curry, I get the news. The tip-off was, I believe, 5-10. It came out. I got the news at 5-11. It was oh, after wow. tip-off. And then there's been a lot more reports coming at 5-14, 5-15. Like, it was after the scheduled tip-off that it was announced that Steph was out the game. As a, with the illness. With an illness. I mean, you knew the brother was sick when he woke up in the morning, but you decided to wait until... Did he even warm up? I, I, don't, I, I didn't even do that I much research. I don't follow the game like that. Like, I don't know if they warm up or not. I just know that, like, the NBA well, needs to resolve this issue. And then... And then I don't know if they care, because they're more player... Uh, they're they're, they're the player-driven, player. yeah. They're about the players, so the players, the players. But at the end of the day, like, and this is goes with any company, like, yeah, we're players, but we also... Consumers matter. Business. Consumers matter. And we work for a business. And if you're not going That's to... That's the him in the podcast. Consumers matter. I mean, like, think about it, Joe. So you have a job. If I told you uh, that, you know, I told a customer that you're going to be at work, you know, uh, Tuesday at 4 p.m., you make an appointment for Tuesday at 4 p.m., you don't tell the customer, and like, it looks bad. But for yeah. some reason in the NBA... If you don't show up for your time, for your shift, if you don't, you know, want to call it. You don't want to call in and let everyone know, hey, I'm not feeling well, whatever. Like those days happen. Yeah, it, it's just make it aware so we know on how to run the business. It's been an ongoing it's trend. It's been an ongoing trend. Like, we saw it again. I mean, against the uh, Heat when the Warriors played the Heat, Draymond Green was announced that he was that out. One, I had a ticket. Literally, and another one at tip the off. tip off. Literally, I had a ticket. In. Again, five minutes before. And you get so it's just as a as a consumer, as a investor, you know, in the in the NBA, uh, you know, as we are, it just it's just hard for you to. Oh, wow, Caruso hit a three. I just can't believe they didn't call the offensive foul. Yeah, it's 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 hard for you to just engage in the sport, and that's why me personally, I've not been watching that much NBA this year because it's just the I mean it's it's just the lack of consistency. I'm all about consistency. You know, if something consistent with the product, I'll I'll go back and buy it. Like Dove, 
body wash. It's you know kind of pricier than Irish Spring, kind of pricier than uh, than uh, well, the Suave's. But but Devil's body wash. It's consistent, right? I know what I'm gonna get from them. It's not the best. It's not the worst. It's not the best. Yeah, not the worst. But I know what I'm gonna get from you know. It's just to the point where the NBA does not do that for me as a consumer, and it's just upsetting. And it's just as a fan, you want something that's going to be consistent with you. And as a better, if you're betting on something, you want to be able to have news, right? If I would have known that Steph Curry wasn't going to play against the Hornets, I would have for sure bet the under, right? That's an underplay. The Warriors can't score without Steph. Well, maybe that's why the NBA didn't. They don't want that because they want the gambling people to be like the gambling. And Adam Silver is Adam Silver is anti gambling, by the way. Well, I think he's anti everything except for players. Whatever makes sense for the players. He's like Daddy LeBron. What do you want to do? Yeah, he's very Adam I'm Silver. You're having an All Star game. I know that that's not a topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. That was gonna be a topic later on. But we can okay. talk about that. We can dive into it right now. It's yeah. part of it's, it's part of regulations. But um, yeah, NBA All Star game is not happening. Is very surprising. Very surprising. LeBron's going to sh- Yeah, yeah. But Adam Silver knows that the owners are breathing down his neck on every decision that he's making from here on now. It's like, no. it's like, it's like Gavin Newsom. It's like Gavin Newsom, right? Gavin Newsom's making all these decisions now that the people are going at him. Now that the government officials are going at him. Now people are, now government officials are speaking out on him. He's making all these decisions that are, you know, friendly, right? People friendly. Oh, he's gonna make it! No. Oh, that's a nice, that's a nice one. Wow, what a shot! Who is that? Denny, guy? that's Denny. As that's Denny. Never heard of him. He's a rookie, dude. Oh, he's nice. like the fifth pick overall. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> NBA fish officiating. Um, he's not Lamelo Ball, but keep going. <laughs> NBA fish officiating needs to be improved, though. Um, and then um, the. Um, Oh, we didn't, have we talked about NBA officiating yet? Yeah, NBA officiating, it's too much to um, what people think is a foul. And I think that's the thing that... Well, you know what You know what makes me mad about the NBA officiating? Is that every player cries. Like, back in the day, it used to be only certain players cried. Like, Steve Francis, he would cry all the time about foul calls. Latrell Spiro, he would cry. You know? Rasheed Wallace, he would cry. I don't know about all this. These aren't, I don't know. I'll take your word for it. He's just like, no, these players, they were known for arguing calls. Nowadays, you got, you got, oh, you, you got Mr. Uh, what's the, what's the kid from the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers who like plays like five minutes a game? Uh, starts with a D. I, no uh, I can't name a, a one player on that roster. Anyways, you got, you got some, you got some trash player on the Cavaliers talking about, that's a foul. Like, bro, you ain't played two seasons in the NBA. You want a foul call against LeBron James. It's just like these players nowadays, these, these, they're just so entitled and it's just annoying. It really is. It really is annoying. And it's just to the point where it, it gets frustrating as a, as a fan where the players are crying every single time. We are live, Lakers, Wizards. 40 seconds left. 45 counting. LeBron has the ball past the Kuzma. Kuzma pump fake shit. Oh, he passes. Passes back out. Ten seconds left on the shot clock. LeBron gets the ball. Side steps. Triple check position. Dribbles. Dribbles. Dribble back. Dribble back. Step back. Hits a three. Oh, Bricks is off the top rim. 
Caruso goes for the jump ball. Does he get it? He gets the jump ball. <laughs> oh, my God. You are getting a first in-game podcast flipper coin commentator. You are getting this live right now. This will be posted. I've only ever seen a jump ball in that situation. I don't think there's ever been a podcast before that's done this before. All right, feel free to skip past this. It's probably going to be about a minute and five seconds. I would pause it, but I don't want to pause it. Oh, that's a foul. Wow. So we have a jump ball between Caruso and Denny Advija. Caruso got bounced, though. Caruso gets the ball. Do it early. Whatever. LeBron dribbled the ball between his legs. He's going to do his fadeaway. He's going to do his fadeaway. No, he's not. He's going to drop to the paint. He's going to shoot a layup. He's going to be a layup. He the layup. 16 seconds left. They're on foul. Westbrook? He's for sure is going to miss some free throws right here. Why don't they give it to Bill? And we are going to pause it because I know you guys don't want to hear this whole time. Wow, so the uh, Wizards win. Wizards end up winning in, rec- in the over- overtime, though. 127-124. The commentation, our commentating had it stop at some point. Uh, we're going to skip the NBA. We're just going to go to NFL, and we're just going to be done for the night. <clears throat> NFL draft talk. You know, we got players, I think, who are being overhyped, in my opinion. Zach Wilson, to name, a, to name just one, one of them. What do you think? NFL, who's your sleeper? Who's your guy that you want? There's no sleeper, Joseph. Told you the guy. I fell in love with this man. I was in one of my betting times, and I was down. And you know we like to chase at night. And there was one football team left to play. It was BYU football. And I said, screw it. I'll put all my money on BYU to get back even for the day. There I found this young male. His name is Zach Wilson. This guy is a superstar. He lit up the other team. <laughs> and he was passing the guys by the name of Romney, who is not related to Mint, by the way. I did some research on it. Um, yeah, the dude's a superstar. I think he's the clear-cut best player in the draft. And I'd take him with my, with, uh, with my franchise. I understand there's been some type of issues going on with his uh, personality that he's immature and stuff like that. I don't know the kids in college. Everyone's immature in college. How, how mature are you? Uh, I mean, not, not all of us are. You know, Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, who organized, you know, for the players to get back into uh, playing. So, so you would take them over so Trevor Lawrence and Fields? Oh, yeah. I, for sure, I think I would for sure take them over Trevor Lawrence. Uh, just, of course. Justin Fields, I really like him a uh, lot. Of course. Trey Lawrence is another guy, you know, the quarterback. I think he's getting overrated. Um, Justin Fields? No, Trey Lance. Trey Lance? Uh, for North the Dakota. He doesn't have enough playing. Experience. He played 13 he, games? He's played 14, including... 14 games? He, he, they, they played a game yesterday. Did he play? Yeah, the only game that they're going to play this season. <laughs> no, they played in the beginning. I thought... I think they played this yesterday, no? Oh, I don't know. I didn't know that he played. I mean, he'd be working out for the draft. I don't know why he would play, risk an injury. This close to the draft. The draft is two months. Maybe he didn't play. Yeah, I. from what I understand is they had the one game... Uh, in the beginning of the year, the little week one, and then they played that game, and that would be his last game, and he'd start focusing on the... Uh, no, he, 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 he did not play coaching. yesterday. So, yeah, Some so guy named t- uh, something, the, something Schuster. NFL draft. So the kid doesn't play a lot of games, so, I mean, I wouldn't take him, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I think the still a draft... I'm not he won't be good. I think the still a draft is going to be Justin Fields. I think he's going to drop. Justin Fields is yeah. still a draft. I think he's going to drop. I don't think he's going to be a top five pick. 
I think he's gonna drop later round in the like later rounds. Like he'll be, he'll be a lottery pick still, top so fifteen. If your team then he's a quarterback. Let's say the one goes Trevor Lawrence, right? People are gonna make that mistake. Number two is gonna <laughs> number two is gonna be Zach Wilson. You're eating a superstar Salah. Um, and then where are we at? Justin Fields. Where you're saying he doesn't go into the late teens. Yeah, I mean, if, like, I mean, no, he's everyone's gonna, he's quarterback, brother. everyone's saying that he's gonna fall. That's 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 the talk of the town right now. I don't see it, and I live in a time when EJ Manuel was a first round pick. So no diss to you, EJ Manuel, but teams that need quarterbacks, they draft quarterbacks. So we got the Jaguars at one, the Jets at two. Who 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 are they gonna take? Jets. It depends. They'll tell us if they believe in Sam Darnold or not. If they take. Zach Wilson, who what I would do, or if they're going to take uh, Jamar Chase from LSU. So Jaguars, Dolphins, I mean, Jaguars, Jets, Dolphins, Dolphins are not going to get a quarterback. Well, I mean, I don't think they are. They may. I mean, Tua is not the real deal. I've been saying that since last year, but Tua no one doesn't do anything me. well. He just, yeah, he just throws he's the accurate, ball. but he's inaccurate. Super accurate. But he's inaccurate. I think he throws the best fade route in it. I think he throws the best fade route probably in, in the AFC. Yeah, because you're on drugs. AFC okay. East. That's not true. AFC East. That's not even true. Josh Allen's a much better player. Fade. I'm talking about fade. I don't care what type of throw it is. I trust Josh Allen. Right. I trust freaking right. Tua. He has a really nice fade. All right. Um, yeah. yeah, Tua does. But other than that, he's just a, he's just a bad quarterback. Uh, so Falcons at four. Falcons could draft the quarterback. Falcons could draft the quarterback. I don't think they will, though. They're, they they just got bad management. Bengals aren't going to draft the quarterback. Eagles might, might draft the quarterback. Eagles got I don't know what they're going to do. Lions, they're for sure going to draft the quarterback, right? Who do they have? Golf, the Lions. Yeah, they have golf. They won't draft a quarterback. You don't think so? No, nah, they'll draft line. Oh yeah, well, no, I mean a they're line. line, so they'll draft the defense. They'll be a line or something like that. The guys there, he said that he they're gonna what is what did he say? They're gonna win off shoot people's just, kneecaps. Off. Yeah, 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 yeah. The guy has had made a Super War reference. Well, you're not counting for trading trades. Well, yeah. Well, this this time about the Broncos may trade up. Yeah, yeah. For, for Watson. Your guy Locke is done, by the way. Yeah, I don't know. The ship to sell it on the yeah, guy. They, he has he does literally nothing well. Yeah, he, he throws the ball well. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're gonna tell us he throws the best deep ball in the AFC. Ah, you know, here's the thing, I'm mad. Here's the thing, I Locke. I like him. He's a he's he's a gunslinger. He's just not aggressive. And when, when he was aggressive, he made the wrong decisions. He turns over the ball a lot. Yeah. It's just he's he's not consistently aggressive. When you're when you're gonna be aggressive like that. Like you, like Brett Favre, he turned over the ball a lot, but he scored a lot of touchdowns. And so, when you're gonna be aggressive, you gotta make up for your losses. Jimmy Winston, another guy, turned over the ball a lot, scored a lot of touchdowns. Right. So when you know when you're gonna turn over the ball a lot, you gotta score more than you uh, turn over the ball. All right. And Drew like they brought in Melvin Gordon, Tari to Philip Lindsay. They have Sutton who did get hurt. Okay. Their line was not the their their line was not the best. Um, Although Garrett Bowles is an All Pro. It, they just paid, made him the highest paid uh, tackle. Yeah, he's all pro. Yeah. Uh, they, they Noah Fant is a dog at tight end. They have a good team surrounding uh, him. KJ Hamler, you're high on him. Speed guy, Judy. They should have. They should have been a lot better than they were. And, yeah. They, I would yeah. be the first person to admit that. Yeah, Locks trash. He's oh, sorry. I don't think the uh, Broncos are going to be as good as they were. Or bad as they were this year. I think they're, they're going to be good next year, um, whether they get locked or not. Um, um, but other than that, guys, we're done for the day. I'm for the night. I'm going to end this. Yeah. Um, good having you on, on, the, on the talk, well, on the podcast.
time. Uh, definitely do this earlier, and, you know, if you uh, want to be punctual next time, that'd be cool. Uh, but other than that, guys, have a good day. Have a good night. And um, talk to you guys next time.